Well, Big 12 Commissioner Bob Bowlesley may have done the gutsiest thing of his tenure as time as Big 12 Commissioner, and that is going to war with ESPN. I'm Pete Mundo. We're heartlandcollegesports.com. It's great to have you guys on board as we keep track over the last crazy week of conference realignment talk with Oklahoma and Texas off to the SEC. What's next for these other eight teams? Kevin Keatsman, his podcast, Kevin Keatsman Has Issues, absolutely outstanding based in Kansas City and also the longest tenured and the best sports talk show host to do it in this town. Kevin, it's great to have you on. Uh, take me through this. First off, from a media perspective, does this make sense for Bob Bowlesby to wage this war? It's the only card he can play. I mean, you hate to go to war with ESPN, as you prefaced so beautifully, but here's, here's the problem. If he doesn't and the league falls apart, then it's over and nothing was gained. If he fights this battle and they win, and I do think, and the people that I've talked to say they have pretty good legal standing here with their contracts against Oklahoma, Texas, ESPN, and likely the AAC, if they're in good legal standing, they still get about a billion two over the next three-plus years, four years in their contract. There's massive exit fees for Oklahoma and Texas that we're not sure how they're going to get out of. They may have to stick around for four more years, which would certainly be uncomfortable for Oklahoma and Texas and everyone in the Big 12. But why not dig in? Why not fight ESPN? If you cave, you're just going to wind up splintering the conference all over the place, making less money, ESPN wins. If you win on this deal and you save the conference and you add, let's say, somewhere down the road, four new schools, you think ESPN's not going to come back at some point and bid on that conference? Of -hmm. course they are. Even if they tell you they want you to play on Thursday nights or Friday nights or, you know, not prime time, certainly not when the SEC is on. Even if, it, if that's the deal, you can agree to do that and you still have your partnership with Fox. Not like nobody wants to watch these schools play. We see much lesser conferences and teams have deals for college football. So I think he knows, look, if we save the league, we can still go to the table, maybe not make the money we once did, but we can still be a viable conference. And, and you know, wouldn't it be nice if the Big 12 had stability and had like 12 members in it that never thought about leaving. Wouldn't that be nice? Yeah, that would be nice. You know, Kevin, I, I completely agree. And I think that everyone looks at – at ESPN as the 800-pound gorilla. But let's be honest, as a as a business model, it's collapsing. I mean, we know what's happening going to streaming. Uh, their daytime shows don't draw any ratings. They're paying and they're basically renting these live sporting events, and that's all they've got. So I think the Big 12 has more leverage here and has more of a leg to stand on than a lot of people are giving them credit for, and that's probably because a lot of the loudest voices are tied in closely to ESPN. Well, not only has ESPN been losing money and losing people who are cutting cable and getting rid of that, Disney Corporation has a string of duds going on right now, which is the parent corporation. They've got a string of duds. Mm-hmm. ABC News is not what it once was. Um, you know, I, my personal opinion is they're just wrecking the Star Wars franchise. Now, I know they're into streaming, and that's all new money for Disney, and they're making a lot of money on Disney+. Plus. But their main business and what they've been pretty much traditionally with that corporation, everything is slipping except Disney+. Plus. So... I don't know how much of a factor that is. I haven't followed their stock that closely. My guess is they're all feeling pressure at Disney to try to save this billion dollars if they can. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's a billion dollars, Pete. If they can break up the Big 12 and save a billion dollars, they're going to try to do that. I'm fascinated by how this moves forward. Yeah. I'm absolutely fascinated. And, you know, I don't think these schools, I don't think these eight remaining schools just die off. They may splinter off into different leagues, but if they stayed together and you talked about who they could add, Maybe you add a BYU, which is a national brand. You maybe look at Houston for the big market in Texas. Maybe you call Arizona, Arizona State. 
I'm not sure exactly what four you would want to add, but they have plenty of time to figure that out. Once they do that, it's a viable conference in plenty of states with, that could have different time zones and availabilities for ESPN and Fox to broadcast games. I don't think they'd just be left out in the wilderness. I think the wild card is Kansas, and, and do they get a chance to go somewhere just for the basketball inventory? And I know ESPN covets Kansas basketball in the wintertime when there is no football, mm-hmm. and I think they'd love to have them in the Big Ten or the ACC or something like that to create more marquee matchups, but I'm not sure the ACC or the Big Ten wants Kansas in their league because it's a drag on football. Yeah, no, absolutely. So, Kevin, I mean, Bob Bowlesby's getting some credit here from from Big 12 folks for doing this, but as we look back on the last decade of Big 12 football, uh, how much criticism does Bob Bowlesby deserve for sitting pat at 10 teams for not being more aggressive, or was this Texas and Oklahoma to the SEC thing inevitable no matter what? That's a great question, and I'm normally the guy that's really harsh on people and says, wait a second, this person screwed up. This is a competent guy. Keep in mind, for the last decade, Oklahoma and Texas have not wanted expansion to 12. All right, so when you look at what they've just done, ask yourself a couple of questions why they wouldn't want to expand to 12. Well, the first is they don't want to split the money 12 ways. They're splitting it 10 ways. So that certainly is good for all 10 schools to not go to 12. Why did they really not want to go to 12? If they're 12, they're a viable league. They go back to divisions. They have a title game every year. We have a playoff coming. It's neat. It's easy. ESPN probably likes that. The championship game means more. It would have been a more legitimate league, and it would have been much harder to leave in a situation like this. And I I think ultimately they probably thought all along, we're going to jump on the right mega ship whenever that is. So I'd hammer bulls beyond that, but I can't because Oklahoma and Texas blocked it. I'm certain of that. The Mm -hmm. other thing is they have an agreement here, okay? They're bylaws. They have a a disinterested uh, director's clause in their bylaws that is 99 years long. And in 2012, when it was signed, Oklahoma and Texas wanted this to be as long as it possibly could be. So they came up with 99 years. There are literally things about this conference staying together for 99 years written into the contract. I'm not talking about the granting of rights. That goes through 2025. Can you imagine signing a contract that says, we have a you know, disinterested director's clause here that is 99 years long, and now they've gone back on the clause that they wrote that they wanted to be as long as they wanted, and they've left. I'd sue their ass, too, and I think it's coming. I think lawsuits are going to get filed. I think this is going to get really crazy. Yeah, and, and when you say it's going to get really crazy, I mean, think about this. We're going to be playing a year of football this year with Texas and Oklahoma. Everyone's going to hate them, right? I mean, even if right? you're a Texas OU fan, you've got to admit that. You're going to go into these road games. People are going to hate your guts more than ever. You've got this ESPN deal playing out with the Big 12. Like, is college game day going to go to any Big 12 games this year? Or are they just going to say, screw the Big 12? Like, this is going to be a, a soap opera to watch that's going to play on the field and off the field. Well, and Fox has had the OU Texas game all that's these right. years. Yes. And they have that yes. game. And that's, that's really what's under ESPN's craw is they like these two schools. But the big game, the big national craw is when OU and Texas play each other. And Fox has had that. So, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. no, they probably won't go to the OU Texas game this year. College game day won't because Fox has the game. So, we know there's a lot going on. Look, Amazon's going to get in this space. I don't think there's any question about it. Amazon wants in the streaming space. There's going to be all kinds of opportunities for conferences if they just stay together. They will not be the SEC. They won't be the Big Ten. But they've got a chance to be the Pac-12. The Pac-12 doesn't have a great TV deal. They don't have many people watch because they're on so late at night. I think a a new Big 12 with four new schools could be a viable league. I'm not predicting that's going to happen because what I've I've learned through all this is it only takes one more school to say, 
we're better than this or we don't believe in this and we've got an offer to jump ship and they'll go and that could really lead to problems here but Bowlesby paints a, a, a really good legal picture that the Big 12 has been wrong and lawsuits will be filed and it will be more than the money just owed and ask yourself this where do Texas and Oklahoma come up with 160 million dollars between them to leave early yeah I mean I think if this thing becomes legal Oklahoma and Texas have to stay four more football years before they can go into the SEC. Now we've really made a joke of the whole thing, haven't we? Yeah. Now, before we continue with Kevin Keatsman, I want to take a moment out to remind you guys, before this conversation ends, leave us a rating, review, subscribe to the podcast, because uh, we are rocking and rolling, beating CBS, The Athletic, all the big guys on the Big 12 podcast rankings when it comes to iTunes. That's because of you. So thank you guys for that. I'll send you a free Heartland College Sports koozie in the mail. When you leave me a rating and a review and send me a screenshot of your rating and review to Pete Mundo, M-U-N-D-O, at heartlandcollegesports.com. Thanks so much, guys. Yeah, and you know what else? I mean, people are making a big deal out of, well, West Virginia is going to go to the ACC. Does the ACC want West Virginia? First off, they've got a bunch of duds, and West Virginia's not a dud, but, you know, you got to be careful in who you pick and choose here. And also, if the Big 12 wins out here legally, then West Virginia would also owe 70 to $80 million to leave. So are they going to leave? Uh, is West Virginia going to leave the Big 12 for the ACC and pay a $70 million fee? If OU or Texas right. won't do it and don't want to do it, you better believe these other eight teams aren't touching that. Right. They can't go right away. They yeah. can't afford to pay their $80 million each to walk away. I think what is going on here ultimately is ESPN, uh, as the puppet master, what they want is two 16-team mega conferences where they will have the contracts there, and they'll say to heck with all the other conferences, we're going to build this up as a 32-team NFL and a 32-team NBA with basketball and football. And I think the race is on right now. Is that the Big Ten or is that the ACC? Yeah. It becomes one of them that becomes the 16-team league. And Notre Dame is probably the deciding factor. They could go to the ACC. They could go to the Big Ten. What the Big Ten wants, their expansion, why I don't think KU's going there, they want Notre Dame and USC. And USC would leave the Pac-12 for the Big Ten. They would. Geography doesn't matter anymore. They would do that if that was going to be the ESPN Mega League. I think what ESPN wants to do is branch off with 32 teams, two 16-team mega conferences, and just have the whole thing and say, this is professional college athletics in football and basketball. That's what they want, and everything else is substandard. Wow. That, I, mean, I, I mean, I've seen some reporting and some rumors of that. So basically an NFL-style model at the collegiate level, but not really because sure. guys are now getting paid. So that's, wow, that'd be a fascinating end game. So take me through then, Kevin. I mean, for people that don't know you, I mean, you're a K-State guy. You're obviously very locked in with what goes on there. They're kind of feeling like an odd man out in some ways. I don't think it's entirely fair. I think the football program brings a lot to the table, certainly more than KU's does and the football is where the money is made. So what's going on with K-State right now and what the conversations are there? Well, Kansas State has marketed itself beautifully with its own fan base, but nowhere else. Okay, Mm -hmm. this is the third winningest team in Big 12 history, and nobody knows that. I mean, nobody knows it. You're right. They've got conference championships. Missouri and Kansas don't have those. There's all these things that they've done. They had, until last year, they had a winning record against Texas. Okay? Chris Kleiman, the current coach, has never lost to Oklahoma. I mean, there's all these things with Kansas State you look at and you go, if you, if you go back their 10-year record, they're like, I don't know, 27 games over 500 or something over the last 10 years. And, you know, and, and then they've had this streak of NFL players and all these things. They don't market themselves. Nobody outside of here knows that. And they don't care about it. But they're not in the big media markets. So that hurts. 
Kansas State's along for the ride. They don't get much of a say in any of this. What they will do is they'll say, we're a good soldier. We'll do what the league wants us to do. We believe Our preference would be to stay together and add schools. Now, does that wind up screwing over K-State? Probably. If the league falls apart, it screws them over. But if it stays together, and I don't know who you would add, but let's just assume we're not talking about adding Notre Dame here, but you add four schools, Kansas State may never be in a better position ever in the history of their school for their football program. You got Oklahoma and Texas out of the way. Nebraska left, right? Nebraska mm-hmm. and Colorado had won national titles. When they were in the Big 12 North Division, they'd won national titles is what K-State was up against. Then it's OU and Texas. Now what if they're all gone? And you look around and you say, what's the best program left right now? Oklahoma State? Oklahoma State's the best football program right now this year probably, okay? Mm-hmm. But it, it looks to me like it'd be them and Kansas State. And if you add four more schools, they might be better positioned than ever to really be something on a national scale. So what do you think then uh, the play is here? I mean, you know, in a perfect world, I'd love to call up Nebraska. I'd love to call up Colorado and the Arizona schools. I mean, is that is that a realistic option at all? Or are we waiting for the ESPN, SEC, Big Ten, ACC thing to figure itself out that you mentioned earlier? It seems like before you can expand, you have to have the backing of a media partner. So maybe that's Fox. I don't know. It certainly isn't going to be ESPN if they're suing them. Maybe it's Amazon. I don't know. Maybe it's a streaming service. It could go a lot of different ways. Um, I don't know what Nebraska's buyout is. I haven't looked at any of these schools. But here's what the Big 12 may have. They may have $160 million in the bank from Oklahoma and Texas to pay whatever it costs for any other school to leave. That's a good point. I mean, they may just have cash on hand. And if they do, they're in a much better spot than the AAC for expanding or one of those other schools. Now, we don't know that Oklahoma and Texas are going to cough this up, but I don't think they want to hang around for four years. They'll probably find a way to get the money and make it happen. And if they do, there's $160 million to go recruit four teams. Well, that's pretty easy math. We have $40 million for you to help you buy your way out. Do you want to come or not? <laughs> Most schools would leave. Do you think, Kevin, I mean, with the way this has gone down, uh, Texas in particular, I mean, they everything they touch, it seems like, uh, just burns down. Southwest Conference now almost the Big 12 10 years ago, now possibly again this time around. Is the SEC going to regret adding the Texas Longhorns? There's no question they're going to regret it. I mean, they're making a deal with the devil. Now, I don't know that they'll be able to rip the league apart, but it wouldn't surprise me if, if you and I were talking 15 years from now and Texas is leaving to go back somewhere or moving to a different conference. They're never happy, Pete, because they never win. Okay, they've got the biggest budget and the biggest endowment in the country of any athletic department, and they're Texans. So they walk around with their chests out, and they kick their boots, and they know they're big stuff, and they know they've got all the money in the world. They can't beat anybody. They can't beat Oklahoma. Why are they taking Oklahoma with them? What is Texas in the SEC now? The eighth or tenth best program? What kind of a move is that? They're Mississippi State. Right. Yes. That's what they are. Yes. That's about right. Yes. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I last year I, I would have, I think, picked Missouri to beat Texas if they played head to head. Missouri was maybe better last year than Texas. I don't I don't know what they're doing other than stroking their ego and making sure they get a seat at the table, because the one thing they're good at is when they have a seat at the table, they always win the deal. Yeah, they always win the deal because they have all the money and they have all the media markets in the state of Texas. They mm-hmm. own them all. You know, Kevin, it's interesting. If you told me that Oklahoma would ever leave without Oklahoma State, without even telling Oklahoma State, I'd be, I would have been shocked by it. It seemed like they were always close in the state, a package deal. And for OU to 
totally blindside the state and the other university in the state was shocking to me. But I guess nothing should shock me anymore. In the years you've been covering this conference, how big of a deal was that for you? And is that a sign of what could happen to, say, KU and K-State? It's disgusting because it was orchestrated by ESPN. Uh, You're not going to tell anybody. We're going to work on this for months and months and months. Nobody's telling anybody anything. There's a, a, you'd probably know the AD at Oklahoma, Joe Castiglione. Yeah. And I've known him since the late eighties when I was working at channel four and I was on the Missouri beat for several years, became the director at Mizzou. I covered them. I traveled with the team to basketball games, the NCAA tournament, all those things. Joe Castiglione, nobody in sports was ever nicer to me. I mean, he was just the nicest man ever. He's got friends everywhere in college athletics. He leaves, he goes to Oklahoma. He hires Bob Stoops, does a great thing, wins a national title, and has been there since. He's been there 23 years or something like that, 22, Mm -hmm. 23 years. And he's one of the most respected guys in the country. Every other AD in the league loves Joe Castiglione. Now they hate him. He lied to them for a year. He sat at every table, keeping in his head, every meeting they had, keeping in his mind that he was orchestrating a way for his school to be out, lying to them, hearing all the information about what's going on in the Big 12, likely sharing that information with ESPN and the Southeast Conference, and he turned around and stabbed him in the back. That is not the joke of Stiglione I know. It is not. And I, 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 think, I, think there are, I think the biggest story here is the people in this league that are just shocked at the people that they liked and trusted and thought were their friends that they sneaked around and did this. Oklahoma and Texas nine months ago during the pandemic, Pete, they could have quietly told the other ADs and presidents, look, we just want to let you know we got five years left on this deal. We're not exactly sure what we're doing at the end of it. We just want to let you know. We're yeah. looking around. They could have just done that and said, don't let this out. Don't let anybody know. We're not moving very far along. But if it does, we'll let you know. They didn't because ESPN didn't want it that way. That is not the joke of Stiglione I know. Wow. Kevin Keatsman. Uh, all right, last thing, Kevin. I mean, this story is going to be changing every day, every week. How do you feel now going into this football season? I mean, are you jazzed up for football, or does this whole thing, has it left a sour taste in your mouth? Well, I think it's kind of fun because for any of the eight schools, it only takes one win now to make their season. If you beat mm-hmm. Oklahoma or Texas, you're having a parade, man. I mean, you're going to have, <laughs> make, have riots right. in your town. It, it could be crazy. I mean, I don't even want to think what happens if Kansas State beats Oklahoma for the third year in a row. Yeah. I, I mean, I can't imagine how embarrassing that's going to be for them. Yeah. Um, I don't think they will. I don't think K-State's good enough, but for some reason, through the years, they've beaten Oklahoma and Texas. They've been good at that. Somebody's going to knock these schools off, and when they do – a whole lot of fans of other schools are going to be really happy. So I think it kind of becomes about that. And if somebody else won the league, if Iowa State won the league, oh, my God, what an embarrassment for Oklahoma and Texas if that happened this year. That would be wild. they got a lot of, uh, I'm sure, Iowa State fans outside of Ames this season. Kevin Keatsman, his podcast is Kevin Keatsman Has Issues. Uh, No one better on the sports side in the Kansas City region. Kevin, great to have you on, man. Thanks so much for joining us. Pete, thanks for the opportunity. You're the best, buddy. He's the man, Kevin Keatsman. Definitely want to check out his podcast. He does absolutely outstanding work. And the biggest and best to ever do sports talk radio in Kansas City history. And now he's rocking and rolling with the podcast. I want to thank you guys for all your ratings and reviews. My goal was 400 ratings a couple of weeks ago on the iTunes uh, page. We have 421. You guys are freaking awesome. Uh, thank you to KSU Mike, best Big 12 content available. Pete Mundo knows his stuff. If you're interested in conference realignment and all Big 12 happenings, look no further. Five-star review from KSU Mike. Thank you for that, Mike. Uh, got this from WC8605. Pete covers all the teams in the conference very well. Brings on 
guests from all around the league. Been listening for a couple of years and really enjoy it. Keep up the good work. Thank you for that. So a lot of really nice uh, ratings and reviews on here. And if you can just take a minute out, leave a five-star rating, leave a review, I will send you a Heartland College Sports koozie in the mail. Uh, just send me a screenshot of your rating and review to Pete Mundo, M-U-N-D-O, at heartlandcollegesports.com, and the koozie is coming your way. I've got like, I, I mean, geez, a couple dozen i got to get out here in the next several days because you guys are just rocking and rolling. Then i got to order new koozies, too, because I'm running low on those. So I'm going to get them out to you guys. Appreciate all you're doing to help grow this show. Share it with your friends and family because that's how we keep building this thing up. And we're not going anywhere. I don't care what happens to the Big 12 we're not going anywhere. Thank you, guys. We'll talk to you soon. Hit that subscribe button and uh, stay up to date with everything we've got going on. Have a great day.